We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. another episode of Best Friends. And today, me and Sashir, I'm Nicole Byer, and that's Sashir. We're going to oh. interview. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, girl. We're going to interview a set of best friends. Yeah. You know this best friend from RuPaul's Drag Race. And they got a talk show. It's Monet. Oh, my God. She's the winner of All Stars uh, season four. Right? Girl, there have been so many. I don't even know what season it was anymore. I'm like, <laughs> people ask me. I'm like, yeah, season. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I truly in my head was like, season five just ended. Monet just ended her reign. So it had to be season four. <laughs> it was a lot of mental Olympics. My brain's always doing a lot of work because <laughs> my mouth is just going. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Monet Exchange. Yay! Exchange is the name of her show. That yes! escaped me at the time. You know, one day I will like write something down as intros. <laughs> no, this is great. Do it. No, I love this. This is I great. I should just let you... Wait, are those your knees? I, I was literally thinking the same thing. I was like, Sashir, you are so flexible. <laughs> oh, it's your hands. Why are okay. they like that? I was like, whoa. <laughs> Why are they like that? I was like, just like playing with a rubber band or something. I'm, I'm trying to do it now, but I'm so fat. It's just not believable. <laughs> You're like, there's no, I mean, there's no way Monet could do that with her. <laughs> I'm just That's scrunched so up in this little square. Both of you, they look like knees, but I can't do that. Yeah, I can't oh, wait, do, do that either. Like um, I think the trick is having like a maybe. Oh, the it actually, side. does it does? Yeah, like you're. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Zoom optical illusions. <laughs> we love Zoom. Corona's good for everyone. Zoom funnies. Okay, I've I've been talking about, I've okay, I don't know how y'all feel. I have been so irritated with every single thing now with Zoom. With like, for example, I had like a meeting with my managers the other time that let's do a Zoom call. I'm like, why are we getting on a Zoom call? Mm -hmm. I was like, now I have to brush my teeth. Now I have to like put clothes on. I was like, we can, we used to do this on three way calls. Can we please Mm -hmm. go back to those days? But this is I think it's because people really miss 
seeing other human beings. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. It is so crazy. I was saying this this year yesterday. I had this like voiceover and I went in studio. There was only like one person there. And the way they did it was like very nice. So a woman was wearing gloves. She's the one who opened the door for me. There was the uh, engineer and the engineer before like preset and wiped everything down. He was like, oh no, I didn't raise the mic high enough. Do you mind if I come in? And I was like, teach me. No, don't come. (laughs) Teach me. And then I was like, I'm sorry. You're not coming for me. I don't know why I'm so scared of you. (laughs) So he just like came in, raised it. We didn't touch. And I was like, it's so crazy how different people are in the world. There's like me who like ran away from this nice man who's not trying to make me sick. And then there's people spit screaming at other people and fucking Costco because they don't want to wear a mask. It's so crazy how different everyone is handling this. I know, I know. It's like we're all living in different places, but we're all occupying the same United States and we can't agree that Uh, this is a crazy problem. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, boy. Well, (laughs) we are going to interview you about your best friend, Bob the drag queen. Okay, I want to clarify. We're not really best friends. It's literally for the podcast. <laughs> we only speak for 59 minutes every uh, once a week, and that's the only interaction I ever have with him, so I don't know much about him, but I will try. <laughs> well, there's no right or wrong answers. Okay. Unless that's unless you guys deem those to be wrong answers. But we don't know the answers. We, have, we, didn't, we didn't ask you anything beforehand. <laughs> Um, so the first question is, okay. how did you two meet? We met at the Ritz nightclub eight years ago. Well, eight and a half years ago. Um, Bob was, it was like a, one of those crazy New York clubs. And it was like the club kid mm-hmm. kind of scene place. And everyone was on these looks. And Bob was doing this really fierce, I think a Beetlejuice number, which... I hate to say it. It's a really brilliant number. He does this one trick in it where he like he had this. Like, I hate this to la- give him a compliment. I know. I hate it. I hate it. He does this one thing where he had like he had like a coat on, but it looked like it was like by up by his uh up by his up by his ears or something like that in the, in the Beetlejuice world, and then he and then someone pushes him. And then he does this trick where his head goes really far above the coat. And I was like, oh, my oh. God. What is, what is this? What is this magic happening in the Ooh. nightclub? I'm like, did I just take, is this, this, is this the Molly? Is this just the <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't anything, but it was, yeah. So that's the first time we met at the Ritz nightclub eight and a half years ago when he was doing his Beetlejuice number. Wait, okay. the Ritz in Hell's Kitchen or was yes! there? A, okay. Yeah, yeah, the Ritz in Hell's Kitchen. Girl, I love gay bars. I love, <laughs> I mean, truly, when I was in New York, that's where I would go because Gay men are the ones who compliment you. Straight <laughs> men are the ones who, like, ignore you and want to, like, really talk to you about things you've never cared about. Um, what is your favorite memory of traveling together? Oh, my favorite memory of traveling together. Um, oh, I will. Oh, so when we did um, a, a short Canada run of our civil rivalry tour, we were, like, like workshopping it before the big one. Um, Bob has had his wisdom teeth out. So, uh, not just not one, not two, all four of them. Oh, so wow. he was in so much pain. He was so irritable, and it made me so happy to just be <laughs> suffering on those lovely nine days in Canada with dry sockets, whatever they're called. It was great. I loved it. Was he able to perform like that? Uh, he better had. Uh, we 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 gonna get that check. I'm like, I don't care what you. We will put uh, my little skinny white assistant in your costumes, and uh, he'll perform. But somebody perform it. But Bob did. Yeah, he did it. Did you ever your like favorite memory? <laughs> yeah, him in pain. Being in pain. Yeah. <laughs> did you help him or anything? Did you give him ice cream or like? 
Um, no. Give them straws. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's also an- an- another really fun one I like is we went to the UK to do something else, and we all packed all of our merch. Like we, so we, we between us we had about like 16 bags between merch oh and costume, all this stuff. Wow. And then we get to the so we 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 left New York City at about 4 p.m. So we ended up getting to um to London at about like 7 a.m., something like that. And then we had to go straight from the airport to the venue because it was a whole thing. So we get to the venue and we're all like, we're, we're trying to change out of our travel clothes and shower and stuff. And Bob forgot his suitcase with all of his personal stuff. So he had none of, no oh, underwear, no. no pants, no toothbrush, no nothing. Oh my gosh. And he, so he's just sitting at the theater looking crazy and I'm just sitting in my direction. Room <laughs> like, just like in all his merch. <laughs> <laughs> in all his merch. Exactly. That's the fun one too. <laughs> Yeah. This funny. is so funny. My favorite memories of traveling are when Bob is not doing okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what is your favorite thing about Bob? Ooh, I will say my favorite thing about Bob is that he can make me laugh all the time. I, I always say I could never be friends with someone that I can't laugh with. Like, what a boring existence mm-hmm. with someone. And yeah. Bob... It's obviously very funny. So it is, he's always, um, get, has me a cackling. It's a funny yeah. gal. I agree with you. Cause sometimes we'll be like out to eat and people will be staring at us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is what fun looks like. like <laughs> we're having a really great time right, and enjoying yeah. each other's company. And like people who eat silently together, I'm like, what is that? What, what is that what? like? Yeah, 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 I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I, I, I love to laugh all the time. I just love, I love laughing. It's my, it's my favorite thing to do. So with my best friend, I have to be able to laugh a lot. We were uh, at our skate gang rehearsal the other day. <laughs> we were in a roller skating a skate? gang. Oh my god, I saw y'all! I saw y'all doing videos on Instagram. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And uh, and people were just filming us. Uh-huh. Not because we, we were all masked up, so it wasn't like they knew who we were. I think they uh-huh. were just like. Wow, they're having fun. It was so weird. And I asked one man, he truly like came right up to us, like, I don't know, maybe like four feet away and was like filming. And I said, can you, do you mind stopping? And he was like, oh, no. And I was like, no, wait, you have to stop. And he was like, no. I said, okay. And then we like kept skating. And then this one lady, she took a... Four-minute four minute video. video. A pretty of, good four-minute video. Of y'all just skating and, like, just living yes. life? Yes. And then, th- did you see the opulent black woman who looked like she had walked over from Africa watching? <laughs> With the bald head? Yes, she yeah. was stunning. She was beautiful. She. I wanted to, like, be her friend, but I didn't know how to be, like, a uh, beautiful woman staring well, at Well, I was, I was hoping that she would come over and say hello the entire time. <laughs> but I was like, you know. I was like, I'm just here. I hope Nicole and Sashir noticed me. But I guess you guys did. So thank you so much. <laughs> we noticed, but we didn't want to say anything. Yeah. I didn't want to disturb you. You were too beautiful. <laughs> um, what is Bob's favorite thing about you? Um, Bob's favorite thing about me? <laughs> uh, I would say that he makes fun of all the time. Like, we would just be right in the most random places. Like, we would be uh, sitting somewhere in line to do something or whatever. He'd be like, he'd just go, Monet. Your ass is crazy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, is we were in a meeting with our managers one time, and we were like, it was it was towards the end. It wasn't super inappropriate. We were like, in the meeting, he goes, Monet, you look at your ass. I was like, Bob, <laughs> what? This does not seem appropriate for me to be um, talking about my ass. But it was like, Bob's Sexually harassing you in meetings. Right? Right. 
uh, would be, or, or that, or how I, I, I'm given like eight answers. I'm like, well, either this or that or this one or mm, this okay. one. Too. No, no, ass. I was, I'm going to say my ass. <laughs> yeah. What is something that you do that drives Bob crazy? <laughs> um, I, I think in our in our podcast, Sibling Rivalry, like I, Bob is very argumentative, and Bob likes to win, <laughs> and he oh Bob likes to be right. So I will literally take the counter argument and argue it until I am blue in the face, <laughs> and I can no longer sustain life and argue that point, even though I know I'm wrong. I'm like I will die on this hill just mm-hmm. so you don't feel mm-hmm. like you're victorious. So <laughs> that drives him crazy. He's like, he's like, Monet, you cannot be serious. And I'm like, yeah, I am serious. I think this guy is actually periwinkle. And we have been <laughs> tricked by science <laughs> and years of brainwashing to think that it's blue. He's like, how? How is that? I was like, I'm, t- I'm telling you. Because when, like, the carbon dioxide um, <laughs> molecules combine, <laughs> they create a film. that I, I would, Like, literally, I would just make shit up just to argue. That's fun. Have you guys <laughs> always... It, it really does sound like there's, like sibling rivalry which mm-hmm. is so oh, fun was it always like that like immediately when you guys started being friends or did it take time it took time when i first met bob he was so sweet he was so loving the first time <laughs> that we like like really interacted was i was um i was i was new to drag when i walked into the ritz that at that point and then um i was trying to do a drag competition and i was i wanted to do a Little Mermaid Ariel number, but I didn't know how to sew any of that stuff. So Bob, he literally knowing me for like a day, he was like, "Come over to my house, and I, and I, I like, I like sewed this this costume for you." So I went over to his house, and he made me this amazing um, Ariel reveal gown thing in like two days, and like, wow. so, and like the, in the beginning, it was it was all lovely rainbows and sunshine, and then <laughs> one day, girl, it just he just switched. It was like it was like get out. Someone took a teacup and put <laughs> on it, and he the flip the the, the switch flipped. <laughs> Wait, is Bob your drag mother? Bob is not my drag mother. Do you know who my drag mother is? Who? Honey Davenport. Honey Davenport is my drag mother. Oh, I had no idea. I know. Well, and you know, she is my drag mother, but no shade. Honey, had, we've never had that relationship. It was just, when, again, when mm-hmm. I first started, she was popping the city, and I literally saw her at, uh, do you know, do you remember No Parking? Do y'all know No Parking? It was that crazy bar uptown they had a, a party yes, called yes, Cockfight yes, 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 yes. Wednesdays, which is yes. Black and Dominican guys. Which just yes, being, it was um, in Washington Heights, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And she used to host that party. So I went up there one night. I was like, oh my God, she's fierce. I was like, be my drag mother. She was like, okay. And that was like the first and last we ever met spoke <laughs> and had any interaction. So technically, she is my drag mother, yes. <laughs> be my drag mother. Yes, you'll never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what is something Bob does that drives you crazy? Oh, something that... Oh, when he... Like, Bob, he catches on to trends really late. Something that's, like, really popular (laughs) now, Bob will catch on to it, like, five months later, and he will do it nonstop. Like, he's big into dabbing right now. I'm like, dabbing was literally, like, a year or two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and he just also started woeing, which woeing is not dead yet, but you're a little late to the train, so... He loves to <laughs> pick, catch up to trends really late. And I'm like, you're Wait, really showing your Wait, what's woeing? Do I even Is that know? this? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. yes. I didn't know that it was called woeing. <laughs> well, it's it's called the woe. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> 
That was like more like the cabbage patch. <laughs> that was the cabbage patch. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, we just made a new dance. The cabbage wall. Well, the cabbage wall. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. What which one of you would survive? Or, like, do the best on the TV show Survivor. Sheer the way you ask that. You know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you would survive or rather do better on the television show named Survivor? My Disregard I- that I said survive my- earlier. <laughs> my eyes were drawn to the word survivor and it just came out. And then I was like, make it a verb. And. <laughs> um. <laughs> Bob would. Bob is super manipulative in the best <laughs> and worst ways possible. Bob is a very good manipulator, and I think he'll be too very well in Survivor. However, I would do better on Big Brother because Big Brother not just relies on people in the house, but also the people watching, and I'm very likable, and Bob is not. So <laughs> I would I would I would win a Big Brother. He would win a Survivor. Absolutely. <laughs> what is I didn't realize Big Brother was a game. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay. First of all, if you ever have... Well, a lot of us have time now because we're all at home a lot. If you want... If you have, like... I would say carve out 45 minutes and just look up Celebrity Big Brother UK Tiffany Pollard. It is a masterclass in behaving on reality TV. She is intoxicating watching her on that show. It is so good. I think the it's memes so I like of her are probably from yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my god. I just don't God. know the reference. She's so funny. There's like oh. one where she's like just standing with a drink like laughing to herself. Yes, yes, there's that. <laughs> and then there's a whole scene where so um, David Bowie's ex-wife is in the house, Angie Bowie, and um, during when, when they were filming it, David Bowie had died. But you know, mm. you're in the house but you, and you're not supposed to get outside information. Um, so you, but of course, I think so for some things, they're like, okay, her ex husband just died. We should probably tell her that. Yeah. So they told her, but she wasn't supposed to tell anyone. So she, she's crying, and Tiffany sees it. Tiffany, like, she's like, what's wrong? And it also, and there was also someone in the house living named David who was very old and he looked mm. very sickly. So Angie's like, Tiffany, David died. And then, girl, that's it. Oh, oh, oh my God. She's like running, screaming. It is, it is just, she's just screaming, David died. And all, the, and all the housemates are like, oh my God, David, he's dead. And she's like, yeah, Angie just told me. So they all run to his room and they realize he's sleeping in oh, his bed. Oh, no. So then Tiffany gets mad because Angie, it was, it, girl, it's just a comedy of errors. And that shit is so funny. That's really funny. So good. Love her. All right. Maybe I do have to watch it. I yeah. do love Tiffany Pollard. I think I she's love so her. incredible. Uh-huh, is there... Uh-huh. Was there one? Is this this show still films, right? Yeah, the um the UK one is done, I think. But in America, yeah, it's, it's still going on. They're, they're on like season like ninety seven. It's so wow. they have so mm-hmm. many. I wonder well, if they're filming during. Gone away. Did it? Because Julie Chen is Les Moonves' wife. He was Me Tooed, and she stood by him. So I oh. think she might have been removed as host. I'm not 100% sure. I might be spreading a lie. And, but you know, <laughs> the people of the internet are so quick to correct you. So I'm not worried about getting the correct information. Isn't it the craziest thing? You do a tweet and you like say, and you like have a typo in the word that. Uh, and then yep. you delete it and you repost again. And the first comment is a screenshot like, ha ha, I saw you. You did that. I'm like, you dumb idiot. You, you made a mistake it. for a second. Uh-huh. That shit grinds me. I'm like, y'all are crazy. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's worse because no, everyone's at home. They got nothing to do. Nothing Truly. To do. Truly. <sighs> what do you hope that you're both doing in 20 years? Oh, 20 years. Okay, 20 years, I will be 25. It'll be 2040. <laughs> 20 years. Um, I hope that we're... But we have, like, some, some really big projects coming together, so I hope that those... Things are really fierce, honey, and we are um, doing the thing. I'm, I'm just luxuriating in <laughs> my, in my apartment in the Bahamas, and Bob is staying in the states because he hates water. He doesn't like to travel, so that's the um, sheer. Oh, really? I, mean, she likes I, I to do travel, love to travel, but, but I don't. He doesn't to... like water. Yeah, Bob doesn't like water. He doesn't like sand. He doesn't like the beach. I like the mm. beach. I don't want to be in the water. I'll be on top of the water <laughs> yeah. and next to the water. She'll watch me swim like a good mommy. I'm like, I watch the stuff. You go have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, so you go on a vacation and you will not get in the water, you but you will like go on a boat or you will like mm-hmm. stay on the sand. Yes. She'll dip a toe in. Yeah. We went to Pismo Beach or Olivia Beach. I don't know. A beach near Pismo Beach. Because people have been correcting me online, hmm. uh, and hmm. I keep deleting the comments because I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck you need me to know I'm at? <laughs> but she dipped her big toe in, and she went, all right. <laughs> it was, it was right cold. <laughs> I had a sweater walking up to the water, and I was like, what? It was cold. <laughs> it was not that cold. I swam for, like, I don't know, probably 40 minutes. But you it. love the cold, and you love the water. I do love being chilly. <laughs> you love being wet. <laughs> Do you know the only thing I know about Pismo Beach is from Clueless when she's like, mm-hmm. for the Pismo Beach disaster. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, it's not real. It, there was no disaster. Okay. I looked it up because I was like, ooh, I want to go to Pismo Beach because you can drive on the beach and we can go see the disaster ruins. <laughs> There's no the ruins. disaster ruins. <laughs> There's no also, ruins. like, from the 90s, it wouldn't have gotten cleaned up. <laughs> well, <laughs> it'd still well, be bad. You could go visit Ground Zero. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. People but they- take... Trips to New York City hmm. to go to where people died. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a really strange thing, huh? I never thought about that. It's very, very strange. Yeah. Like, I understand a Holocaust museum right. specifically because there's so many deniers. Right. But I don't feel like anyone's denying 9-11. No, there are people we, denying 9-11. What? Well, you can't deny that the people died. No, there are people who are denying that. They're like, Wait, the planes were empty. What? What? It was a it what? was a setup from the government, from the what? U.S. government. There's like a whole subset right. of people who okay. are like, then we got to keep it open. <laughs> we got to keep it open. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. When I hear people die, my initial thought isn't like hoax. Right. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. So like, is everyone mentally ill, and we just don't <laughs> talk about it enough? <laughs> <laughs> Because I do think the government lies to us about some things, but like not every. I don't think everything is a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do. I, but the, I do. But the government does do some bad stuff sometimes, and then yes, you're like, "Well, true. then, fuck." Well, what is true? Right. You know? So right. I can yes. see why people would get swayed, but then they're just like watching hour-long like, videos that have no credit, no citations, and they're like, right. "That must be it." <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's like uh, right now on Twitter, like people. There's like, was it a QAnon? A yeah. Where they think like Hollywood's like a bunch of like pedophiles and stuff. Oh yes, but the yes, thing I is, saw that documentary. There are pedophiles in Hollywood. There are pedophiles in Hollywood. In Hollywood right. But then I'm just like, well, nobody's asked me if I want a kid. Like, am I not cool enough? 
Like, how do you? You got to get in- invited to the club. You know? And, like, I would definitely be like, no, kids can't make you come. I don't want one. But, like, no, thank you. I just Stinky. want to be asked, you know? If it's, like, this huge ring, you know? Yeah. I did watch the Epstein doc, and I was like, because they were showing all the people who were, like, surrounding his circle. And like it was, like, you know, mm-hmm. attorneys and high-powered people. And I was like, who asks first? Like, is, is so, did someone come to Epstein and they're like, right. I heard. Or does right. Epstein approach yes. them? He's like, you seem like you might like little right. girls. Like, how does, yeah, how that, does that start? Yeah, how do people with shared horrific interests share Find that they other. have that horrific yeah. interest? Yeah. I don't like, know. That's yeah. interesting. People who like murder, like murdering couples. How does that happen? Are they like, yeah. man, I've always wanted to murder. How about you? And like, well, like, and he's like, yeah. Although a lot of women just like do whatever their husband does. Right. That happens oh. often. She's like, I love him. And I don't know. I got nothing else going on. Honestly, if I finally found a boyfriend and he was a murderer, I think I would just try to deal with it. For as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I would Same. call him or anything. I think I would just like, turn a blind eye and be like, hmm, I think he's killing. But like, I, I can't be sure. <laughs> I don't know. He's got to wash his hands a lot, but. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. It's corona. I'll turn a blind eye. <laughs> Okay, Monet. So this portion is done. We're gonna okay. throw you into a different room. Okay. And bring you back later to talk to Bob. All righty. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between. Beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs. Or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from, and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little like finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash bestfriends. 
That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. I'm going to die in an earthquake. (coughs) If you're lucky. I definitely um, will because I don't have good reactions. I either hmm. go back to sleep or like continue to fold my laundry and then don't check on it. Well, I grew up in the South and we're so used to tornadoes. And I was like, oh, that's just a like if you can sleep during a tornado, you can sleep during anything. Mm, I could probably sleep during a tornado. Yeah. It's actually a little bit soothing. If you ever sleep on a cruise ship and like the, the ship the sound. Kind of moves, yeah, and like the noises. I've never been on a cruise ship. Oh, really? Has everyone here been on a cruise ship? Well, I've only been on... If, if I wasn't working on a cruise ship, I wouldn't have been on one. But I was working. Tashir, you just were on a cruise? I was. I was. My my aunt took us. And it was like the um, Royal Caribbean or something. Mm-hmm. Is, she, is your aunt um, of the older persuasion? Um, Actually, no. She's like a pretty young aunt. But because she I, likes in cruises. my experience, <laughs> old people love cruises. I don't know what yeah. it is, but old it's folks are like because it's Ooh. all inclusive, which is kind of a trick. You're still paying for stuff. It's just not. You're just, it's not just one at a time. It's just all together. So they think they're getting a deal, and mm-hmm. then they're like unlimited food. It's like well, it was built into the price. And then but like, it only I includes to- the food and the shows because if you try to buy. If you ever go on a cruise ship, the thing is, you're going to a cruise ship, and you know, they'll give you steak. That is included. They'll give you chicken. They'll give you pasta. But if you try to drink a Coca-Cola, it's like 40 fucking dollars. Right. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like the sodas are really fucking expensive. It's really weird. That's so <laughs> funny because that's how they get you. Because Americans love soda. We love our oh, sodas. I love soda. What's your favorite really? soda? Both I can't drink soda, soda, really. Why? Uh, it's too sweet now. I haven't... I don't really drink it anymore. So when I do have it, it's a little too sweet. But the sodas I love, I love grape soda and strawberry soda. So when when, when you stopped drinking soda, when did you stop being American? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I stopped being American. When did American. you start hating your country? Probably about uh, a decade ago is when I started hating my country. <laughs> no, but I love I love grape soda and I love um I mean, it, yeah, someone something like black people love fruit flavored soda. And I don't know what it is, but I love except pineapple. That that shit's for the birds. Pineapple's disgusting. As a soda, as a yes. fruit itself, it's great. But uh, pineapple flavored stuff, mm-hmm. nah, son, nah, son, <laughs> keep that, son. I stopped drinking soda in high school because my mom was like, she told me about a soccer player from a different high school who 
died because she drank Coca-Cola after every practice. So your like, mother's an angel. She truly is like, well, how can I, I think scare your mother, my child today? I think your mother left out that that, that soccer player was also crack addicted. And <laughs> <laughs> but like, all I know is they drank soda. I'm not going to mention their other vices, but the soda was what it was. It was that that, that damn soda. <laughs> so she just mother instilled fear is in my favorite person. I love her well, so. Well, I almost got scared out of drinking soda because my uncle told me that if you drink too much soda, you'll get kidney stones and you have to pee uh, you'll pee a little stone out of the tip of your dick, and he's like, and it hurts really bad. So from like third to like seventh grade, I stopped drinking sodas. Wow, yeah. no one ever made me afraid of soda. I just naturally stopped drinking it because I just, I, I guess, oh, I guess it was because I was like poor. Yeah. So I would drink a lot of grape soda when I would get my Chinese. So I ate. Chicken wings and french fries and a grape soda every single day for, like, two years to the point where the Chinese food restaurant, like, uh, across the street from me would just bring it over at 7.30. And if I didn't have money, they would just let me have it and tell me I could pay them back tomorrow. It was perfect. Uh, Hmm. And then after, like, a year or two of that, I was like, I don't think I could drink soda anymore. (laughs) So then I kind of just stopped. Anyway, this is not about soda. This is about you, Bob the Drag Queen, and your best friend, Monet Exchange. Mm-hmm. So, first question. How did you two meet? Well, Monet and I met at a, at a bar called The Ritz. It is in uh, on, like, 46th Street between, I think, 8th and 9th. Um, we were both, com- we were both uh, competing in this. Uh, actually, I used to work. I used to sell shots at this uh, party called Saliva Tuesdays at The Ritz. And Monet would uh, show up. And then we started kind of hanging out because she asked me to make her an outfit. And I, I sold her something. But but we met at the at Saliva. Oh. That's very so, nice of you to it's, yeah. make an outfit for somebody. You know, I actually really love sewing for people. I'm not great at it, but I really like sewing for people. And it's a way for me to bond with people. So if you come over and sit with me, like if you bring all the fabric and sit with me, I'll make you a dress and we'll just like shoot the shit and talk while I do it. It's how I make a lot of my friends. I mean, I'll, nice. I'll make I'll make you two dresses. I mean, one at a time. Please. I just want to be clear. Not all at once. <laughs> we'll do one and then the other. Okay. Yeah. I would take... love a custom Bob the Drag Queen dress. Yeah. But I, but I don't want you to think it's going to be some glorious... <laughs> Bob, don't undersell yourself. I think it will be glorious because you made it. (laughs) I mean, I can probably sell better than most people, but I mean, I'm not going to win Project Runaway anytime soon. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Oh, wait. I didn't even, like, intro you. Yeah, we just started talking. Fuck. We're currently interviewing (laughs) the winner of... Season eight of RuPaul's Drag Race? Season eight. The former host of The Pit Stop? Uh, they got a podcast called Sibling Rivalry. It's Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm also the host of the Emmy-nominated television show, We're Here. Oh, yes! Yes, 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 yes! Congrats. Yes, congrats on your Emmy nomination. <laughs> well, okay, I'm not <laughs> nominated for it. I'm not. <laughs> hey. Yes, Bob um, Dabbitt. Oh, and the whoa. Hey. I'm not actually Emmy-nominated, but I am the host of an Emmy-nominated show. That's great. It is a funny distinction because you had like, this last year, right? Yes, and people don't understand. Uh, your show is nominated, but you're not an EP on it. So if the show wins, you do not get an Emmy. Yeah. No. Which all is like, your, yeah. 
but it's but, but everyone was like, congrats. I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay, one, mm. thank you. Yes. <laughs> Two, I'm I I'm not nominated for an Emmy, but I am grateful. That, but is this your first year being nominated? Absolutely. <laughs> how do you, how do you feel? You're you are you're up against like one of your idols, one of the people you you like love RuPaul. I am up against RuPaul and I adore RuPaul so much. Uh, it feels insane, but also RuPaul will win. But if you win, you're going to be like, suck it, mother. <laughs> <laughs> now you sashay away, nigga. <laughs> no grace. No. Imagine Just if go, I did that. Go up and say, yeah, nigga. Sashay the fuck away. I'm dancing hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would never, no, I could never. Also, I truly will not win because if RuPaul doesn't win, I'm sure Amy Poehler will win. Like somebody with notoriety would win. It's funny. There was this like video. But sometimes going they around. like newcomers. Yeah, I don't know. There was a video going around on Instagram where it was like all of the black nominees, except for me. <laughs> you weren't in it? I think me and Karama were left out of it. <laughs> I was like, cool. What? Well, that's so weird. To- cool. That's so weird, though, that the people talk about the cast of Queer Eye, but leave Karamo out. That's so yes. strange. Yeah. Oh, because you're up against Karamo, too. You're up against yes. uh, the... You're up against... Oh, you're, you're in some big hitters. Amy yeah. Poehler, the yeah. entire cast, yeah, of, cast Queer of Queer Eye, RuPaul. RuPaul. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I believe Padma Lakshmi. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to win, and it's okay hmm. with me. <laughs> but well, I will that's say, how, RuPaul that's how and I here. are the only two single nominees. Everyone's oh, in the yeah. fucking group. It takes a group to carry these shows. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's how I feel about We're Here, because We're Here is up against Cheer, which is like a monster, Oof. and it's up against Untucked, the show I used to be on. Oof. Wow, yeah. Oof. I don't know. I think you'll win. We'll see. What are you going to wear? Are you going to make a dress? What are you going to do? <laughs> Am I going to make my own dress? You're hilarious. I don't know. Wear, my, wear my sack at the goddamn Emmy Award. <laughs> well, no, you're going to be wearing gonna... it to the living room because you better yeah. <laughs> believe it's on Zoom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're going to be a Zoom fucking Emmy Award, but I'm going to get dressed up. I'm going to deck my home out like it is the fucking real Emmys. Yes. You know Maybe I'll do that too. Yeah. John get a cool backdrop. A project. <laughs> Get some books. Let's just go to Shashir's place and be like, yeah, just, just, just do it in my office. <laughs> well, we could also do, we could wear matching outfits. We, we can, I know there's a designer based in LA who can make us some cool outfits. Ooh, okay. I really, I want like a big, beautiful outfit. Like my outfit last year was very, very stunning. It was a dress custom by Christian Siriano. Thank you mm-hmm. all. Oh my god, um, I have two Christian Siriano originals in my closet. They weren't do for you me. really? So Leslie um, Leslie um, Jones gave me two of her Christian Siriano original dresses. They're wow. just not that. I just, maybe I'll wear one of Leslie Jones's. Would that be fierce if I like or that be I weird think that'd if I wore be fierce. No, I think yeah. it's fierce. But also... The power Leslie Jones has. I was not allowed to keep my dress. I had to give it back. <laughs> well, they're like buddies or something, right? Maybe. Leslie and, well, and Christian, I, I think, feel like I they're like... Christian will feel knowing that I have them now. Like, just some drag queen <laughs> now has them. Just some drag queen. No, you're not just some drag queen. Mm-hmm. The drag queen. Bob, what is your favorite memory from traveling with Monet? Oh, well, 
Uh, Monet likes to laugh at me when I'm in pain. She loves that shit. <laughs> so m- maybe like there was a moment where right before our, our Canadian tour we did, I got all of my wisdom teeth removed on the same day. I got four wisdom teeth removed. By the way, if you're listening to this and you are young, meaning under 25, get your wisdom teeth removed earlier than later. Um, they always tell you, you really want to get them because as you get older, it's harder to heal from it. And I yeah. got all four of my wisdom teeth removed at 33. And um, it was a really rough recovery. I had four, um, what do you call them, dry sockets. And it was a really rough. And I went on tour right after. So I was like, What's I was a like, dry oh. socket. A dry socket is like basically when you're, when it heals, but it heals wrong. I, I'm not a doctor, but it's like a thing, it's the thing you don't want. Like if you get like an infection. Teeth, it's, it's, it's basically an infection. If you, if you get wisdom teeth pulled and then you drink from a straw, you know they say you don't drink from a straw, you'll give yourself a dry socket. Or uh. don't be or don't be old because you'll get because <laughs> you'll get a dry socket regardless. But it was pretty fucking rough. But having Monet like kind of like giggle at me about that. Also, <laughs> we were we were on stage in London um at Clapham Grand. We had sold out the show and I was really emotional. When I get tired, I get really emotional. And I was like on stage and I just started crying at the end of the show. Aww. And then it was a really sweet moment. That's nice. Yeah. I like those. I like that so much. Oh, thank you. What is your favorite thing about Monet? Um, I just like that Monet is, uh, she's really, I don't know what word to describe. She's like just, a, she has a really bubbly personality. Um, but it's also mixed with a lot of nastiness. It's not just <laughs> like, it's not it's not like Barney. It's a mix between <laughs> Barney and uh, 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 you know, Lord Zelda. Not Zelda. What's her name from Power Rangers? Oh, uh, Zora? No. Zora Zelda. No. Oh, God. Now it's going to kill me. She's not queen. Oh. Rita. Her name is Rita Rita. Repulsa. Yeah, Rita Repulsa. Yeah, so it's a mix between (laughs) Barney and Rita Repulsa where she can be really nasty, but also really sweet. And we just have, I don't know, ever since I met Monet, I can't really explain it. We We just really clicked after selling her that outfit that day. And then we would just hang out and she makes me laugh all the time. And even if I'm in a bad mood, she, but also Monet, you know, once you really get friends with someone, they really have the ability to put you in a worse mood than anyone. <laughs> like Monet can fucking like piss me off so badly. <laughs> Monet and my mom are the only <laughs> people who can get me literally screaming. <laughs> like no one else can make me scream except Monet and my fucking mom. <laughs> Do you remember the last time you screamed at Monet? Like what it was about? <laughs> Yeah, last time when they got to argument, it was um, around the beginning of quarantine. And I, <laughs> this is so stupid. Looking back, it's such a dumb argument. But Monet was asking me to send me, send her someone's phone number. And then I said, yeah, I'll send it to you. Just send me, because I was playing a video game at the time. I was like, yeah, so I'm done with this game. Just text me to remind you. And Monet refused to text me. She was like, I won't text you. And I was like, I'm just asking you to do this one thing so that I can help you. Otherwise, I will forget. And she was like, I'm not going to text you. And I was like, I'm willing to go get this number for you. All you have to do is just text me and remind me to ask him to give you his number. And it became this whole thing. And then she was like, you are ego tripping. You are trying to, uh, what was it? She was like, you are playing games. You are holding this over my head. I was like, a phone number? Monet. Monet. That's funny. That's funny. funny. Yeah, and it was it was a two day argument. It was a real thing. <laughs> <argument. laughs> did you what? give her the number? Uh, yeah, I did give her the number. Yeah, because <laughs> <Yes. 
Could you imagine if I was like, no? (laughs) (laughs) What is Monet's favorite thing about you? Wait, Uh, she probably. No, wait, did I do that already? You said my favorite thing about her. And now you asked me my favorite thing. Okay, yes. I think she probably loves that I'm really funny and that I um, go out of my way to help people, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. What is something that you do that drives Monet crazy? Oh, my God. This list will probably go on forever. (laughs) Oh, my God. All the things I do that drive Monet crazy. Uh, I'm trying to think, what is a specific thing that Monet, like, can't stand that I do? I think she thinks that I, um, like, tease her a lot for... For being like the crunchy sister, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because then she in turn teases me for being the crunchy sister, which we all know is not the case. Um, Wait, what does that mean, crunchy sister? Like the lesser. Yeah, like like uh, the lesser than like uh, you know, I think like you know, like the little sister who's to wear hand me downs, and you're like that's yeah. crunchy sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think, but also funny thing is, Monet and I actually do wear each other's hand me downs. We're we're about the same size. So um, Monet and I like will trade outfits a lot. So uh-huh. I'll just go over. I was like, Monet, can I have this? Can I? And then she'll come to me and ask me if, if she can have one of my pieces. And our our closets kind of where, where there's a there's a small area where our styles cross over because Monet I dress like a like a sophisticated uh, college grad, and Monet dresses <laughs> like a hoe who goes to a co-ed college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, I'm in, I live in the co-ed dorms. Um, <laughs> did you guys know I don't have a gag reflex? Just wanted to make sure everyone here knew that. That's how Monet dresses. And I dress more like, and I dress more along the lines of like, I would like to remind everyone that there are still rights to be had. <laughs> um, I think that Monet probably, I'm sorry, what, what, what is Monet not like? What is the, what do I do that drives Monet crazy? Well, she doesn't like when I um when I uh do this. <clears throat> I do that oh, a you lot. Clear your throat. It's, it's a nose. It's like a yeah. nose thing. I have a deviated septum, and Monet really hates when I make that noise for whatever reason. Dang. Yeah, I can't help it. But you can't help it. Mm-hmm. But you can. You can get a nose job. And then you get to walk around saying, oh, I had a deviated septum, except you are telling the truth. Yeah, it's true. But I, I don't mind. Them. I will say this. When we first started our podcast, I was editing it myself. And I would hear that. And I would edit out every single one of those. I would spend hours editing out me going all the time. And then we handed it over because now we're, we were Starburns Audio. And someone there edits them, but they do not edit out my sniffles, which is a little bit annoying. Hmm. Oh, tell, tell them to edit out your sniffles. I will. So it, it, in, in their defense, it is a lot of work. And, and they're going to find <laughs> out when they edit this podcast. They probably found out last time when they did our last night. They're like, wow, Bob does that a lot. I don't know if mine, I don't know if things like that get edited out of my podcasts. Because I don't listen to them back. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I. It's just really awful. It's funny because like I sent Sashir a clip from the podcast. I was like, Sashir, this is funny. I was like, yeah, I listened to them. I know well, this that is literally funny. This is literally me and Monet. Oh my God, this is so funny. I think, Sashir, I think I'm you. I think that, that Monet is mm-hmm. more Nicole. Because yeah. in the beginning, I kept being like, Monet. And then Monet would be like, oh, I don't listen to the podcast. And I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> what? But then Monet came around and started listening to the podcast and then acted like me Calling out the fact that she didn't listen was insane. <laughs> I was like, I was like, one day you don't listen to the podcast. She goes, Why would I listen? And then later on, she'd be like, Of course I listen. And I was like, That's <laughs> not what you fucking said the first time. Baby. 
I yes. still don't listen. Think people will like tweet things at us and be like, "This was so funny," and Nicole will be like, "We said that." <laughs> Were we joking? We had a riff about <laughs> bagels. I don't know. And I'm like, "Yeah, we did. It, it was very funny." <laughs> I called Sashir yesterday, and she was like, oh, I'm doing this voiceover thing you're doing. And I was like, oh, what's it called? She said the name, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And then she said the character description, I was like, I don't know what this is. Then she said the other people doing it, and I was like, what? (laughs) It was funny because you were getting, like, more, like, scared. It was just, like, driving me, like, what? 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 I, no. No, I'm not doing this. And I was like, your name's in the email. They said... (laughs) They said you're, you're doing like, this. Not only that, but Nicola says here that you agreed to forfeit all of your payment <laughs> toward the KKK. It says yeah. it right here. I mean, you could probably trick me into doing that. <laughs> so I found the email and it said offer. And anytime I'm just offered a voiceover thing, I go, well, yeah, sure. Why not? Unless it's like horrifically unfunny and I'll like read it later and back out of it later. Um But yeah, it was very funny. I was just like, I don't, what? I got to start reading and listening to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is something Monet does that drives you crazy? Wait, did we do that one? Yeah. I'm having trouble today. Where are you supposed to be? Monet Monet lies a lot, but she acts like it's not lying. Like Monet will just say something that is just... blatantly not true. I mean, aggressively false. And she'll just say it with the conviction of a thousand saints. And she'll be like, Mm. yep, that's it. And I'll be like, (laughs) I, that's, or Monet does this thing where, Monet doesn't like when I, but I only do this in private. I don't don't do it on the podcast. But Monet will say a word and I'll be like, I think you're using that word wrong. And then instead of like, when we look it up, instead of Monet being like, oh, I am using it wrong. She would try to somehow justify <laughs> the way she was using the word. <laughs> and I would be, and she'd be like, well, actually, that is kind of what I meant. And I was like, well, that literally changes the entire um, definition of like the whole <laughs> meaning of your sentence. And she'd be like, well, that is actually what I meant in a way. And I'd be like, all right, Monet, sure, just say you're wrong and take the L. Take the That's L. That's very son. funny. That, yeah, your relationship is very similar to mine and Nicole's. <laughs> we were- when we were in Pismo, we were watching a show and there was like the most obvious duck on screen. And Nicole was like, what is that? <laughs> I can't remember what you called it, but I was like, it's a duck. Like I paused it, I rewound. I was like, it's a duck. And we've had this issue before where she doesn't know the difference between birds. Birds and are I'm hard. Like, <laughs> birds are hard. She's, she's like, it's a clearly seagull. a goose. It's a, it's a canary. It's a penguin. No, it's a, it's a duck, mom. It's not a it's not there a penguin. Everything's a duck to her. There was there's land ducks. <laughs> there's water ducks. There was a beach duck. I was like it's there's, a seagull. There's the pink like, oh. ducks. There's, there's the big pink ducks with the long necks. Oh, there's yeah, the, that's a wa- the, that's a land swan. There's the ducks that are on fire. Those ducks. A phoenix a phoenix duck. Yeah. A phoenix duck. Yeah. Oh, we were also watching the same thing. And I was like, ooh, a seagull. And so she was like, a pelican? Like, it, was, it was so big. And she's like, yeah, ah, seagull. Pelicans are the like, ones no. with the big, the pelicans are the ones with the big, they like scoop down and that's funny. And seagulls are the tinier ones. Yeah. That's so funny. I guess. And then there was a, a painting of a bird in the Airbnb. So then I ran up to it and screamed, well, what is this? If you know so much about birds. Well, it was, those and, but then somebody like somebody sent me a picture of a chicken 
And I sent that to Sashir and I was like, this is the wildest looking check-in. I just, birds are hard. There's too many of them. Then you I think they should at all... me and you were like, who taught you birds? <laughs> but I, they like, seem, I don't know. They just... <laughs> yeah, they seem really distinctive. Like the difference between like a, a pelican and a seagull seems really, like pelican, seagulls are the ones that make the little ah, ah, noise and they fly around. Mm-hmm. And pelicans are usually the massive ones that are sitting off to the side waiting to scoop down and pick up fish in their huge little yeah. things. Okay. So that <laughs> that the one who plays the snarf blat, he's a seagull? What's a snarf blat? Oh, from the little mermaid. I can't remember pelican. his name. He's a pelican? Wait, I think the, no, 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 the no. one oh, no. the one that opens his mouth and has the small things inside of his mouth, that is a pelican. There's one fish that one bird that opens his mouth and I believe little uh-huh. frogs come out during um, yeah. Kiss the Girl. Yeah, kiss that's the, the girl. Pelican. That's a pelican. Okay. And the one that's flying around and like looking through the glass and like the, 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 yeah. the that's that's a pelican. Oh. Yeah. Also, and I duck, got into ducks a ducks quack, geese honk. Geese honk, ducks hmm? quack. Yeah. yeah, geese go honk and ducks go quack. This is nuts. I feel like this is this should have been taught to me as a baby. I don't know how it wasn't. I also love ducks. I really love ducks a lot. They're my favorite uh, animal. Oh. Uh, I thought I knew what a duck was. I also got into a huge argument with John over Sebastian. I thought he was a crab. Oh, no, I thought he was a lobster. And apparently he's a crab. Yeah, yeah Sebastian's a crab, which a crab. is why he goes from side to side. I still feel like he looks more like a lobster. Well, but lobsters have the long tails. Yeah, I just figured in animation they got rid of it because Ursula's an <laughs> octopus with only six tentacles. And then people are like, well, the, her two no, arms, the arms are tentacles. Are, and I'm yeah, like, was, no, when have you ever seen a tentacle that looks like an arm? Those are arms and she's got six tentacles. She's incorrect. So then I, I mean, was she's like, already incorrect. It's a half a human, human half. Well, maybe that's why she's I think Sebastian's yeah. a lobster. Maybe she's a squid and not, they never actively say she was an octopus. Maybe she's oh, a squid. Oh, you're right. Maybe she is a squid. Yeah. Well, this changes everything. Oh, yeah. Game changer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I if mean, she's for, a... For all you know, she's a fucking pelican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the birds are so hard. You know, octopus do have beaks. What? Yeah, octopus have beaks inside their thing. It's like a little beak. I don't... I think you're this lying to me. I don't... No. Google it. Octopus have beaks. You want to really have your brain fucked up? Did you know that owls have long legs? Yeah, they look like pants. It's but really you don't weird. see them because they're they, they their bodies squished down a little bit. T- type in owl legs, it will fuck. Yeah, there's there's the beak. There's the the um, the beak of an octopus. Oh, weird. This is nuts. And look at these legs with <laughs> owls. No. <laughs> Isn't Ew. that crazy? Wait, how is this a thing? Little skinny legs. Nasty one laying down. Look at that one running. (laughs) (laughs) Those legs are so weird. That is so crazy. Yeah, I love owls. Owls are actually really, really vicious birds, and um, they're also way bigger than you think they are. Most owls are huge. Have a wingspan like a small owl has a wingspan of like four feet, and a big owl has a wingspan of six feet. And it's oh, also yeah. illegal. You can't even own the feather of an owl in America. Who taught you about fine. birds? 
Yeah, you know a lot about birds. I just learned about this over time. Um, different stuff about different birds over time. Owls are birds of prey. You can't own the feathers of any birds of prey, or you can't own a skeleton, a claw. Any, if a bird of prey dies and you own a feather, then the people think that you probably killed it, and you can be fined or go to jail for it. Oh. What if you found it? Then you can't. How can you prove you didn't kill it? Damn. Like I think if you find a if you find belly. a human if you find a human skull, I don't think you can keep it. <laughs> I found Fair. it. It's my right. <laughs> Fair and square. Once right? in elementary school, we had to go to this park, and then they made us cut open owl pellets. And I didn't like it. It was, like, dirty and gross. And I don't what know do why they did pellets? it. What was the lesson? I don't like know. Fucking picking out bones from these things. Oh, you mean, like, you mean a dead owl, like a carcass? No, it was, like, a, a, a little circular brown thing that looked like shit. And you had to like cut it open and pull out the bones of like what the the owl ate. Oh, what the owl ate? Oh, like yeah. a mouse okay. and stuff. Yeah, it was really upsetting. I don't know why we did it, <laughs> and I really didn't like it. And I said never again. And then we had to go next year too. And in that year, you said all birds are the same from this day going forward. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I will never learn about birds after this experience. Just, here's the thing that that duck did not look like the ducks I knew. I think we found the root of your trauma. When I was in high school once, uh, we did we had to dissect cats, and everyone had to di- we we dissected this cat. Uh, me, Shantarica, and and Shanika, we all dissected this cat together. And I remember in dissecting this cat, um, we all had someone had to take the cat home and boil off all the skin. So Shantarica, oh Shantarica agreed to take the cat home and boil the skin off, but then her mom found it was offended by the cat. She didn't like the fact that we were dissecting this cat, and then she threw it yeah. away, and we failed. Oh. I don't think you're supposed to bring the thing home. No. They're seems- trying to make you into sociopaths. That's crazy. Yeah. And it worked. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's literally crazy. <laughs> we had to dissect a frog, and I was like, I'm not doing this because I'm going to be an actor, and like this isn't for me. So I just like kind of sat on the side. This isn't a transferable skill. Yeah, <laughs> not. And I had the same, you know, thoughts about the SATs. Well, um, next year so- when you get cast as a high school biology teacher, you'll really wish you had paid attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> that class. Nope, I'll pretend like I know what I'm doing until they're like, "Hey, Nicole, what's <laughs> going on?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Bob. You're like, here's a pelican, and it's a lobster. <laughs> you guys, listen. <laughs> I just really believe that a lot of these birds look alike. I'm not sure how you can tell the difference. Wow. That duck wasn't species-ist. a duck. That is so species. Wow. That there duck are, There are ducks not that look listen like a to duck. this podcast. There are ducks that listen to this podcast. Do you well, want to apologize? Bob, let me tell you, that duck in the water looked like a land duck. Okay, I thought it was like one of the land ducks that hangs out in the football field, which is also a goose. But gooses, football field, gooses, what gooses? They used to be on my high school football field, so I called How them land ducks. How are we supposed ducks. to know that? I don't know. I don't know. I just. And the last thing you. I'll say about ducks is there used to be these Canadian geese that would fly south every year, and Canadian geese, unlike other birds, they don't they don't do like little like pellets or splatters of shit. It looks like tur- like they're like turds. It's like Ew. full dog shit sized turds so we would walk to school and there'd be all these fucking canadian geese turds on the football field and the tracks surrounding the field and like for like maybe like two weeks the halls were just cluttered and shit Ew. Ew. yeah maybe we had canadian geese because they would like there would be like big big old shits 
But then yeah, I was Canadian like, geese take big shits. But we're not in Canada. But Canadian so geese wait, fly south leave- every every. Every winter. To what, like Florida? Do they go to Florida for a vacation? Well, they probably go far. They, they go until it's warm, I reckon. Oh. And they just and they just stop when it's warm. Huh. Yep, yep, yep. Which one of you would do better on Survivor? <laughs> me or Monet? Me. Oh, 100 me. One. Why? 100. I, I just don't feel... Okay, Monet's a city girl, and I, I am a city girl too, but I wasn't, I wasn't born and raised in the city. Mm-hmm. And Monet did live in St. Lucia for a while, but I think she was in the city in St. Lucia as well. Um, whereas I lived in like, I used to live in the woods in Phoenix City, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I was a mm-hmm. Boy Scout growing up. I'm also a little bit stronger than Monet is and probably a little more durable. Mm. <laughs> did Monet tell you about living in St. Lucia or did you have to find out in mixed company? No, no, Monet, Monet told me she was very forthcoming mm, with living mm, in St. Lucia. Mm. Mm. Um, and I wish I had a friend who would tell me things like that. Wait, Sashir, did you, or did you grow up in St. Lucia too? <laughs> Not tell. No, I, what is what is this story coming from? I was, I was born in Japan, and I guess I didn't divulge that information immediately. I didn't know when she I was foreign. Nicole. She never told me she was a foreigner. She never out. told me she was an immigrant. What in the Barack Obama? Show us your birth certificate. Show us right now your birth certificate. Never told me. You and Obama. She just said it casually in front of other people. And this is like after we were like very close. I was like, were you born on a military base? Yes, my dad's in the Air Force. And we, and we left when I was like ten months old, so I don't even remember anything. So it's not like I lived in Japan. That's almost a year. That's almost a year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's almost a year of your life this year that you didn't want or think you should share with me. Wow. You think did, you know someone. I yeah, I thought I did. And then she said that. And truly what happened to me was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't really know her. It was like all in slow motion. Yeah. Nothing you, changed. Nothing. No, you've been hanging. <laughs> so she, she's been hanging out with this Japanese girl yes, the whole time. Yes. Yes, and I'd always be like, Sashir, sometimes I think you sound Asian American. And she, she would be she like, that's say insane. That. <laughs> she, <laughs> so wait, she so, when she said it, you, so even when she said it, you still didn't go, well, I was born in Japan. No, no, she sure didn't. She would go, because that would be a great opportunity. That'd be a great, that'd be a great opportunity to say, well, I am fully Japanese. Funny you should say that. I am a full fledged Japanese American. <laughs> um, what do you hope you and Monet are both doing in twenty years? Um, well, in twenty years, I hope to be. I know that I hope to be producing a film for uh, Black queer artists in uh, like film and TV and movies and stuff like that, documentaries. And I feel like Monet hopes to have some sort of a empire regarding like uh, beauty and makeup and cosmetics. Great. Okay. I love All that. right. Well, that's it. Now we're going to bring Monet back in and we're going to compare your answers. Uh, yes. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, 
which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food-healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time-saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. Boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash best friends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. How did, so, how, did, how did Bob do? Did Bob know anything about me? Um, actually, actually a lot yeah both of you okay so we asked how you met you both said you met at a bar called the ritz bob yes. said that he was selling shots at a party called saliva which would change immediately after corona uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone be like saliva no i'll stay home uh, <laughs> uh, like, like welcome to our party open mouth cough <laughs> okay, we song, should we do a single called cough into my mouth Cough into my mouth. No. <laughs> I think Cough that would get a lot of clicks. Into my mouth. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, so they you guys so Bob said you guys started hanging out because Monet asked her to sew something. Monet said we met at the Ritz eight and a half years ago. Bob was doing a very fierce Beetlejuice number. He did an impressive trick with his head and his coat, and I wasn't sure if the drinks or the Molly, uh, if it was the drinks or the Molly, but it was great. <laughs> I should bring that trick back. That was a fun little move. You should well now that now that I think about it, it really wasn't that fierce. But <laughs> back then, knowing our capabilities and I think in the time it was fierce because it was like now you can do something better. You, you, you. Well, you just now I could. Or 
Bob, you just did a tour where you had Phoenix Wings the size of a stage. I think we can go beyond the Beetlejuice well, head. I, I, would, I, would, I would amp it up. So I did this thing where I, I played, I, I did um, uh, the, banana, the, banana, the banana song. Deo, deo. Oh, yes. Mixed with, yeah. mixed with Lil Wayne's uh, Six Foot Seven. And then I, I played, I was Beetlejuice. And then I had one of the dancers chop my head off. And then it's this trick where your head falls halfway down your body. But your shoulders still stay up. But it's That's cool. Up. But I could I could amp it up. You're right, Monet. Mm-hmm. I could amp it up. Thanks for always pushing me to do better. <laughs> you you're welcome. <laughs> Why is it is that really called the banana song? I've literally never heard anyone call it the banana song. It's called the banana boat song. No, huh. it's like six song. foot, seven, seven foot, foot, eight foot. Yeah, Lil Wayne samples it, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, Six okay. foot, seven foot, eight foot, four. squash banana, squash yeah, banana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's literally called it's literally called Banana Boat Song by Harry Belafonte. Wow. Ah. Oh, we. By the way, the more I look at Sashir and uh, and Nicole talk, they are so me and you. Because like I, I would, I'd be like the Banana Boat Song when they's like that one song where they like. Skate <laughs> <laughs> Monet's like, how do you know it's called the Banana Boat Song? And I'm like, I, I don't know. It's like, it's it's there. It's just written there. Real quick, Monet, do you know about ducks and stuff? <laughs> ducks and stuff? I mean, I know what? Bob. Oh, God, where is he going? <laughs> okay. Sashir and Monet. I mean, not Sashir, <gasps> Nicole and Monet. What is this? This, this is a mallard. That, wow. Oh, so you do know about ducks. That's a duck to me. No, the, it is a duck, but it is a mallard. A mallard is the kind of duck that this is. I oh. only know, I, okay, I only know that this is a mallard because I'm a very big Sex and the City aficionado. And when mm. Charlotte is dating Trey, his mom has mallards all over oh, the house. And she's like, yes, no, yes, I yes, hate yes. mallards. Yes. That's why I know <laughs> those are mallards. Also, <laughs> Rewatching Sex in the City, what it's a problematic, problematic fucking show. I just watched um, the one where Samantha has trans sex workers outside her window. Yes. And it is wild. And then Carrie at the end does this awful black scent. And truly, like, I don't know who you talking to, sir. I yes. was like, and they're like, you, you go, girl. And I was like, yeah, you go home, girl. Like, <laughs> you, you, know what, you know what? You know what sex in the city has in common with Brendan Fraser? It did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> did not age well. Girl. It truly did. There, there's it also was- a whole episode where Samantha dates a black guy for the first time. Yep. And then she tells her sister, you're whack. And I was yep. like, it is just, yep. it is so cringy to watch these days. I'm it like, is so wild. And I'm also watching it in the most insane order. So I'm rewatching it. I've watched it like, I don't know, three or four times. But now I'm watching the first episode, the last episode of every season, then the second episode, and the second to last episode. Wait, why Third, are you doing it that way? Because I love to be confused. It's very <laughs> funny. Because, are you doing it pendulum style? Yes. And nobody's ever in a relationship. So, like, it's <laughs> like it's just ended. So each season, people are only in relationships for, like, three episodes. Yeah. And it's yeah. always, like, getting to it, being in it, leaving it. And it's really interesting yeah. that that's the arc of almost every season. So, yeah. Sherry, do you watch Sex in the City? No. <laughs> Me either. I don't watch. I'm, I'm it's a like, perfect uh, show that is it's very great. problematic. But it is. Such a fun... It's, like, the earlier seasons is, like, actual real good comedy. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then 100%. the later seasons, they get really wrapped up in, like, Carrie's fashion and 
and uh, making these weird choices. Like Carrie and Big should never have ended up together. Oh, the, he is a hard, she. Well, she is the most narcissistic yes. person. Yes, in TV when she bullies oh, Charlotte into giving her money to buddy, buy her apartment. I would think that I was like, okay, let's say I was with some man who wanted to buy my apartment, and then he leaves me. We break up. I'm like, would I bully Bob? I'm like, Bob, no. you need to give me fifty thousand dollars to buy my and like be no. shocked that Bob did not. Yes. Like, that's so crazy. And then barge into her home and be like, you're selfish. No, Carrie, you're, you're selfish. selfish. Hmm? Y'all can't anyway. see this, but me and Sashir are so lost right now. <laughs> okay, Sashir. Sashir, did you watch Girlfriends? Yes. Girlfriends. Bob, did you watch yeah. Girlfriends? Yeah, I did. I love, I love Girlfriends. Yeah, for sure. I didn't mm-hmm. watch Girlfriends because my dad loved Girlfriends. And I was Your like, must not be cool. Girlfriends. My girlfriends. They're too thick and thin. The worst theme song of any show ever. My <laughs> girlfriend. I liked it because I you knew what it. you were watching. Also, this is my least favorite part of doing anything with Bob when Bob gets incited to sing. I'm like, please. <laughs> it was no, you know, the, the, the best was Moesha. Mo to the... Of course. To the, the, Moesha. Moesha. It's coming Which to is, Netflix. Yeah. It's it really? Sister, sister. Yeah. yeah. And the part, how much I met you. One-on-one. Yeah. The Parker. Parkers, uh, like a bunch park. of black shows. Oh, my God. That's so amazing. Yeah. Although, yeah. although I, I have... I, I, I recently got cable and I've been watching the Parkers again. That's problematic, too, because they... Our fat shaming. Oh Mogi. yes, so, so much. It is so, so much. Is the so whole like, the question basis is of the it... show is like, isn't it funny that anyone would find her attractive? Exactly. That's and the she's whole gonna chase show. after a man who's never gonna love her back. Exactly. It's very that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't think old TV ages well. <laughs> you know what ages well? The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. I watched the pilot, and the pilot holds up. It's pretty funny. Also, yeah. so does Golden, Golden Girls ages. Yeah. Like, Golden Girls age. Uh, no, they just had that whole Confederate flag thing. The other oh, black. No, thing no, no. Thing. But it was a learning. No, no, it was a learning part. thing because oh. John Cheadle was like, "I can't work for you because you feel so akin to this flag." But it's not. Of like a good thing. It's oh, okay. a painful okay. reminder, and she's like, when Sophia's oh. husband, when Sophia's son died, and they, and they discussed like cross dressing mm-hmm. when they did the episode about AIDS, the episode about condoms. I was like, this is, and that was like so early on they were having. Well, yeah. I think it's because they had a pretty diverse room, and diverse. I just mean white gay people, and maybe <laughs> diverse for the nineties. Yeah. yeah. So like it wasn't just a bunch of straight people. I think they had some queer people in there. And like uh, one so maybe, black janitor who yes, would walk by and be like, not good idea. Be like, talk about <laughs> the flag. I'll go back to sweeping. And guys, okay. the, 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 all the all the connectivity there is that they were all friends, best friends, which is what we all are. <laughs> oh, yes, we could have a really fierce sitcom. A hotel oh my together. god, we will have a fierce sitcom. Oh my god, this is a great. Someone write this. Write this. This will be great. Okay, this, yeah, this, is, this is Black Will and Grace. <laughs> it is yeah. Black, yes, Will and Grace. Black Will and Grace. So Bob this, is this. This, this Will, is Daycon and Nevaeh. <laughs> I guess your Grace this year. Yeah, I'm Karen. Yeah, you are Jack. Jack. Yeah, Jack. Okay. Just for day. Just for day. <laughs> going down. Just for day. No. Oh my god, we're black with the grace. I live. Oh my god, this is I, it. This is it. I love it. I love it as well. Guys, let's write it. Yes. I'll please. put it right on the list of the other thousand things I'm supposed to be writing <laughs> right now. I mean, you're not you're not gonna read it. <laughs> 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 I won't. 
thought that was a nice. No, no, no. no it's I don't listen to this podcast. People she read say, emails. People will like comment the funny things we say, and I'm like, who said that? And they're like, you. I'm like, what? I don't read emails. I learn. I'm. I think I don't do any of it because I love to constantly be learning. <laughs> I love that. Bob doesn't read emails either. Bob literally cannot. One time we had to do something, and Bob could not. We had to get a link for something in an email. And Bob was like, Monet, I just don't have this email. I'm like, Bob, you have it because I'm looking at this DC. You are okay, so the email. I don't see email. What happens is I actually, me and my assistant go through emails like twice a week. So twice a week, I go mm-hmm. through all my emails, but not every day in Monet's defense. Oh. Okay. It's hard. It's hard to go through emails. So we also asked, what's your favorite memory from traveling together? <laughs> Bob said, Monet likes to laugh at me when I'm in pain. Right before (laughs) our Canadian tour, I got my wisdom teeth removed and it was a rough recovery. Monet was giggling about it. And then in London at Clapham, uh, Clapham Grand, I cried at the end of the show. It was a sweet moment. Monet said, we did a short Canadian run workshopping sibling rivalry and Bob had his wisdom teeth out. He was so irritable and it made me so happy. Here's another fun one. We were in the UK and brought like 16 bags of costumes and merch. We arrived in London at 7 a.m., went straight to the venue and Bob forgot his suitcase of all his personal stuff. He was losing his mind and that is a fun one too. (laughs) See, I told you, Monet likes to laugh at me in pain or in distress. It is Monet's favorite thing when I'm like, (laughs) In distress. <laughs> what a monster. So I oh, nailed that, that so one. Funny. <laughs> so we asked, you, okay. Yes. I would, yes. Okay. Uh we asked Bob, what is your favorite thing about Monet? And Bob said, I like that she has a really bubbly personality, but it's mixed with a lot of nastiness. A mix <laughs> a mix oh of God. Barney and Rita Repulsa. She makes <laughs> She makes me laugh all the time, and even if I'm in a bad mood, and Monet can put me in the worst mood out of anyone, Monet and my mother are the only people who can get me to scream. Last time I screamed at Monet was because Monet wanted me to send her someone's phone number, and I asked her to and I asked her to text me to remind me, and she refused. Oh my god! Oh, that was a big fight. We did have a big fight over that. That was so silly. That was yeah, so ridiculous. Silly. And then and I asked, blame you. <laughs> Monet, what's your favorite thing about Bob? And Monet said, he can make me laugh all the time. He's always making me laugh. He's a funny gal. And I have to be able to laugh to be with my best friend. Oh, that's so nice of you, Monet. Yeah. Yeah, that was really sweet. And then Bob was like, she's Rita Repulsa. <laughs> that is so rude. Although that's, well, that's that's like a fierce aesthetic, though. Barney mixes Rita. I'm kind of into I, it. Yep, I, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Like, we I, I, I love I just, you. I just, I just picture Barney on, like, the big ship. Magic wand, make my monsters grow. <laughs> I, I, was imagining, I was imagining Barney being like, I love you. We'll be destroyed today, Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We asked, what your friend's favorite thing about, what is your, fra- your friend's favorite thing about you? Bob said, uh, she loves that I'm funny and that I go out of my way to help people. Monet said, my ass will be in the most random places and he'll just make fun of me. He loves making fun of me. We were in a meeting with our managers and in the meeting he said, Monet, look at your ass. It was not appropriate, but he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you do that. We would do something. Bob would like, Monet. I'm like, what? 
Your ass is crazy. It's it is crazy. I was thinking of it when you when you just got up to go do something just now. You got up to do something. I was like, Monet's ass is insane. <laughs> it's so big. It's huge. I'm also fully dressed like my mom in any day of my life. It's just a long, flowy, uh, uh, bohemian rap dress moment. And just living her with her boobs and her ass everywhere. Because I don't know if, if, you're, if your parents do this. My mom refuses to wear a bra when she's mm-hmm. at home. At home, bras are non-existent. It's just her bra and her butt just swinging and jingling everywhere. I, yeah, I did not grow up on those. I grew up on those houses where we were we were really conservative with how we dressed. After, I believe starting in like tenth grade, I was not allowed to walk around shirtless in the house anymore. Oh. Really? And, yeah, and I have not seen my mom's breasts probably since I was like four. Uh, my mom was naked for too long. Like, <laughs> my brother was like a teenager and was like, can you please cover up? <laughs> I also grew up one of those times that was like, it was like, it was like oddly, it wasn't conservative. My mom was just really modest. Um, and my mom just, she was not into like people showing their bodies. Like I, she just really, like I wore this exact shirt home one day and my mom was like, you absolutely must change or we're not going out to eat. And oh I was like, wait, she was like, she's like, I can see your nipples. This is ridiculous. <laughs> she's like, no one wants to sit there and look at your nipples while they're trying to eat. Wow. Your mom's also really funny. I love this Martha. We also, I, I, I also, I've never heard my mom or my brother, well, my brother, yes, but I've never heard my mother fart ever in my life. Really? Me really? Me, I've never heard my mom fart either. We, did, we didn't have a farting, burping household. <laughs> we, I feel like we did. I feel like I've heard my did. mom fart. Yeah, oh, was, I think was, my mom burped on fart. I don't know oh, if I've no. ever heard my mother fart. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not have that household. Yeah. It was not okay. It wasn't funny. If I farted, it would be like a whole thing. <laughs> really? No laughing. Yeah, it'd just it'd be a whole, oh my God. My mother, Martha would make a huge deal about it. I'm like, all right, no farting. Well, see, but see, see that. But for me, on, on the adverse side, like we did not say the N word in our life. But Bob was like, er, er, Bob was like, everybody was like, nigga, 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 nigga. Oh, we all say that. <laughs> That's how you get it out. That's how you get that. <laughs> you can't fart, but you gotta. <laughs> right? <laughs> like when I was a kid, if, if, if my brother was bothering me as a kid, I distinctively remember going up to my mom saying, like, Mom, tell this nigga to leave me alone. <laughs> and she'd be like, Justin, leave your brother alone. That was the, that was the whole thing. <laughs> that is so funny. We didn't do that. We, we didn't do that. Uh, we asked, what's something you do that drives your friend crazy? Bob said, I think uh, she thinks I tease her a lot for being the crunchy sister, but then she teases me for being the crunchy sister, which is funny because we trade outfits a lot. I dress like a sophisticated college grad. Monet dresses like the hoe, like a hoe that lives in the co-ed dorm. I also <laughs> sniff <laughs> and make a noise she hates. Monet said... On our podcast, Bob is argumentative uh, and likes to win and be right. So I'll take the counter argument and argue till I'm blue in the face. Even if I know I'm wrong, I'll die on that hill. And oh my God. Things we, up just to argue with him. I am chopping up this. I am. I have it. It is officially. She said it out of her own mouth. Monet will argue a wrong point until until we both fall off into the world. <laughs> We also oh. ask, what's something your friend does that drives you crazy? Bob says Monet lies a lot. She acts <laughs> like she's not lying. She'll say something that's blatantly not true, and she'll say it with the conviction of a thousand things. I'll correct how she uses a word, and she'll just du- justify it. Monet <laughs> said, Bob uh, catches on to trends really late. He's big into dabbing right now. He just started blowing. <laughs> he looks on the trends late in the game. And it's so funny because you said it, and that's the first thing Bob did when we started. <laughs> 
started recording. <laughs> Is it, did it? Was it really? Yes. Yep. I, like, knew, I, yeah. I see. And then I, I, I hit a whoa. <laughs> I didn't see, I, I see, again, with the whole thing, just to just get a DeVos kid, I would just lie about something. So I was like, I was like, what did you do today? I was like, oh, I was I was at your house. Like, Monet, no, you were not at my house. I was like, I was Bob. I was like, <laughs> oh, knocking whoa, on your door. Whoa. And okay, no one this answered. is one of the... Monet's the gaslight queen. So Monet did this thing a while back where she gave me a pair of shoes, these pair of dog ones. <laughs> oh Monet said, Bob, you want these shoes? I said, I would love those shoes. And then Monet said, but here's the thing. I need to wear them for one more thing and then I'll give them to you. And I said, okay. So Monet took them, but she never gave me the shoes. And <laughs> then about six months later, Monet called me. I was like, where are those shoes? And I, was like, I, don't, I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't have them. She goes, yes, you do. I distinctively remember bringing them to your house. And then you thanked me. And you said, oh, wow. Monet's. So Monet made up this whole story about her giving me these shoes. And I know she didn't give them to me. And I was like, Monet, I'm looking around. I don't think you gave me these shoes. And then later on that day, Monet found the shoes. But she never told me that she found them. Wow. She found them while we were on the phone. And she let me She let me look around my apartment for an extra like hour and like, mm. I called friends. I called Patty. I called my boy. I was like, Jacob, do I, are these shoes in the house? Monet heard me doing all this, but she was like, I don't know, you have it. <laughs> it's funnier. I'm on it my side with this. Do you, do yeah, you, of course you, guys, you are. Do, do you guys argue? Do you guys argue about stuff, Sashir and, uh, and, and Nicole? Mm. Like any like deep, Rob and I have had I would say we've had about four arguments arguments in our in our friendship life. I don't know what? if we have arguments <laughs> as much as Sashir will know right before I'm about to like make fun of her for something <laughs> and she'll like try to overcorrect it. Like there was one time we were walking down <laughs> a flight of stairs and her sandals flopped so hard they made this incredibly loud noise and we weren't talking as we were like descending these stairs and I was like boosh 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 and I like slowly looked at her and I was like your shoes and she was like I know I was trying to be more quiet and then we stood on that staircase and cackled for, for maybe like time. a solid 30 seconds before moving down the <laughs> stairs more. And then we got to the bottom. There was this man at the end of the stairs who was just staring at us. He's like, having fun? <laughs> <laughs> Probably thought we were high, but we were dead sober. Yeah. yeah, yeah me, and sober. Mo- me and Monet's uh, arguments are a lot more vicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have arguments. Nicole will like make up things in her head and like go through them by herself before like... <laughs> Like there'll be a moments in time where I'm like, I haven't heard from you in weeks, and then you'll you'll just be like, well, I thought maybe you wanted space, and uh, I didn't know how to bring it up, and I'm like, just ask me. (laughs) So when her man moved from New York to LA, I was like, oh, I should give them space to acclimate to Los Angeles. So she would like text me, and I wouldn't text her back, and then oh my god. (laughs) Nicole. And then she'd call and I wouldn't answer because I was like, she needs time. And then <laughs> we finally got on the phone. And I was like, man, I haven't talked to you in so long. And you're like, well, I've been trying. And I was like, well, I was giving you space. And you were like, when did I ask for that? And I was like, that's a great question. I don't, well, I'm not sure. Nicole, ever since you got nominated for the Amy, you've been real different. You've really. <laughs> you won't answer my calls. <laughs> Sorry, busy working. Uh, we asked, which of you would do better on Survivor, the television show? Bob said, 100% me. Monet is a city girl. I am too, but I wasn't raised in the city. I used to live in the woods in Alabama. I was a Boy Scout. I'm a bit stronger and more durable. Monet said, Bob would. He's super manipulative in the best ways possible. But I would do 
you better. I'm Big Brother. I'm very likable, and Bob is not. So I would win on Big Brother. <laughs> he would win on Survivor. People love me, Monel. You know, people love me. Bob, I, no, you would, I, I agree. You would dominate in Survivor because you'd be able to play little mind games with the people. You'd be you you be talking to, to you be talking to Sashir, be like, yeah, I have your back in the pack. And then literally an hour later, you'd be talking to Nicole, like Nicole. Let me tell you something, girl. <laughs> like we got this, sis. And I'm not that, I mean, I I can be manipulative. I'm really good at mind <laughs> games, and I'll play them where I need to. But I also have like a lot of the survival skills that I think you would need. <laughs> I was a boy scout, and I'm also a little bit stronger than you are. Bob, I think I would make in, it off living of my in the woods in Alabama does not prepare you to live <laughs> off the coast of of, well, of, then go of, try of Guantanamo it. Bay and go try it. And scavenging um, rattlesnakes and scorpions for dinner. That's not the same thing. Well, let's see you try it. Let's see it, Brooklyn Brooklyn girl. You go try to live in the woods in Alabama. Well, do you know the majority of winners of Survivor have been from big cities? Just the fact that you should know. <laughs> I'm also from Atlanta as well. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is a prime example. I have no idea if that's true, but I said it and you believed it. <laughs> oh, damn. That was, that's, I, I mean, sounded very believable. Yeah, thank I was like, oh, okay, this, this is good. And the Emmy goes to the Emmy We asked what you hope you're both doing in 20 years. Bob said, I hope to be producing film and TV docs for Black queer artists. And Monet wants to have a beauty empire. Monet said, I hope that we we have some big projects coming up together. I hope they're fierce and that I'm luxuriating at my apartment in the Bahamas. And Bob is in the States because he hates water and doesn't like traveling. You want an apartment in the Bahamas? I don't know. I just I feel like a lot of rich people do. Well, rich people have an island, but whatever. The Do you know the that right now, um, Mark Zuckerberg is like suing these like native, yeah. uh, native yes. Hawaiian people to uh-huh. try to own their island? And they're like, but this is ours, and and they're like, but it's is not. he really? Uh-huh. And by yeah. the way, this is his. He's suing for his eleventh home. It's not like if he doesn't get this, he'll be <clears throat> homeless. This is his eleventh home, and they're like, but so we already, own, but we already own this. Like, like you mm-hmm. tried to move in somewhere, yeah. and but we, but we've been done, been here. So what's good, mm-hmm. Mark? What's good? That's so gross. He's it's bad. So gross. He's not a good person. I he's not. I think he's terrible. Guys, something wild just happened. So what? my doorbell rang, and I'm looking uh-huh. at my ring light, and there's no one there. Is it a ghost? Oh my god! I believe in ghosts. Are you? I'm. I'm. I'm a ghost and spirits are very real, and I believe in those things. Yeah. What the heck? Rob Maybe is a not. pelican. <laughs> reached his beak up there. Heard what you said see about it. Under it. The camera. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. Oh wait, no, they're on my front patio. Maybe it's oh. a land duck. <laughs> maybe it is a land duck. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, you guys did great. You had a lot of the yeah, same answers. Truly, you do know each other. <laughs> what a and Monet treat. didn't believe in me. Who who have you had on your podcast that's done really terribly? Oh, we mm. can't. Do, we, nobody. Yeah, we can't do that. But I think everybody, everyone's done. Everybody's great. done really nicely. It's been a. Uh, it's I like listening to friends talk about friends because it's very like heartwarming. Yeah. But I mean no no one like got a bunch of answers wrong. They were like, oh, these none of these answers lined up at all. We've had some people where the answers don't line up, but as they talk together, they're like, they oh yes. Out. And then they start like finishing each other's sentences about the thing that happened mm, or the, the answer uh, that they had. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah well, we nailed it, Bob. You did. You did, did a really nice job. Yes. You guys 
Um, oh my goodness. Wait, how is it orientated on your screen? Because right now, Bob's at the bottom, Sashir's next to Bob, I'm next to Monet at the top, and that's how I feel like our relationships are. Me and Monet at the top, and Sashir and Bob at the bottom. <laughs> well, right now, me and Monet are side by side. I'm right above, I'm in the top left corner. Oh. Um, uh, Nicole, you're below me. And then oh. right down there. Oh, wow, wow. That was very inflammatory language, Bob. Nicole, you're below me. I think oh, you should wow. pick your verbiage very <laughs> better than that. Yeah, yeah, well, you're the one who stands sex in the city, uh, Monet. <laughs> I have Monet top left. I'm top right. Nicole, bottom left. Bob, bottom right. Because me and Bob are always right. Uh, <laughs> hey. Okay. Well, okay. I have Whoa. Nicole and I in, in, in this in this in my <laughs> Zoom meeting. Nicole and I are the tops, and you and Bob at the bottoms. Yes. <laughs> oh, cool. Yo. I've actually I've actually just pinned my own video, and I can't see either. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. This has been Hi. an episode of Best Friends. Yes. Bob Thank you so much Monet. for being here. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. My and pleasure. if you have a question you want to ask us, you can email us at NicoleAndSashir at gmail.com or you can leave a text message or a voicemail that a phone number is 424-645-7003. And we have merch at podswag.com slash best. Friends. And we have a bonus series on Stitcher Premium. Check it out. For a month free of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com and use the promo code FRANS. Oh, and Bob and Monet, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah. Yes, sibling rivalry. If you want to hear Bob and I argue about mundane facts <laughs> and um, yell slash love on each other for 45 minutes to an hour, we have our similar podcast available everywhere you get podcasts. Right, Roberta? And we have some really, if you really want to uh, get into the, one of the best ones, go to the one about veganism, that's probably one of our best episodes. Oh. Uh, we really are arguing, arguing on that one. Like, <laughs> that was going to be the last fucking podcast arguing on that one. Girl. Yeah, I was about and to you be can, done. And you can go to our Patreon. There's some extra behind-the-scenes content. We play video games together. We have solo projects that we put on our, that are exclusive to our Patreon. Lots of great stuff there. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Thanks so fun. Super fun, Bye-bye. Bye. Monet, come over tonight. We're going we're gonna to watch Beyonce. Are you guys watching Beyonce at midnight? Ooh. We should. Oh, it's today. It's today. Yeah, it's Hell today. yeah, dude. We got to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. 